Hey, this is Adam Torres, and I'm here to tell you that it has never been easier to start your very own podcast. At Mission Matters, our goal is to amplify stories that matter. That means we want to help you start your podcast because your story matters. We can do this in three different ways. One, join our podcast school and take a free or paid course. Two, visit our resources page where we've already figured out what you need, such as where to host your podcast. Or three, heck, we can even do everything for you through our podcast agency, including editing for cheaper than you can do in-house. Oh, and no contracts, services month to month. Get started by heading over to missionmatters.com and click on start a podcast. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Innovation Podcast, your source for all things innovation. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, today I have Andy Stewart on the line. He's CEO over at Autism Diagnostic Technologies. Andy, welcome to the show. Great to be with you, Adam. All right, so uh, excited to get into today's topic. So we're going to talk about transformational technology that can detect autism. Um, but before we get into that, let's go a little bit further in your background. So how did you get um, started on this path and on the, and in studying this? Yeah, so uh, Adam, thank you very much for hosting this today. Uh, I started out uh, in my whole career at Johnson & Johnson, um, and um, my background is thus healthcare technology, and I worked in my last assignment for Ethicon, which is the largest surgical division of, in J&J, and while I was uh, working as the vice president of revenue for Ethicon, I also served as the chairman of the board of a local hospital, Somerset Medical Center, so my background is really in uh, the supply side and the demand side of healthcare technology. And of course, we were always geared in for transformational technology, hence uh, the introduction while I was serving of minimally invasive surgery products that today is routine, but back in the 90s, it was a, an innovation really a transforming a general surgery into minimally invasive surgical products and healthcare. So that's my background. It's all in healthcare, and this autism project is really a healthcare technology play, and uh, we can talk about that next. So uh Andy, uh just to let's just uh dive right into the to the um to your company. So Autism Diagnostic Technologies. Tell us a little bit more about the company to get us started. Yes, I was working uh with a group uh, searching for transformational technology when we discovered uh at the University of Louisville a technology uh linked to uh discovering autism in babies. So we uh, licensed the technology. Uh, that was three years ago, and I've been working on forming this company and uh, raising capital uh, for the last really two and a half years. And uh, the technology is based on the 
groundbreaking work in Boston of Margaret Bauman, a neurologist, a researcher, who discovered that the brain of these children has malformations present in the brain at birth, and they cause the autism. We don't know what causes the malformations, but the brain structure and the uh, discovery of these uh, malformations is really linked to our technology. So the researchers worked for over 10 years in Louisville testing uh, their algorithm for the discovery of these uh, uh, brain malformations, and they ended up doing uh, over 1,200 tests on children from all over the country uh, using MRI scans of these children uh, to uh, uh, really find these, uh, these malformations. So after the 1,200 cases, we think that we are well positioned to go to the Food and Drug Administration with a safe technology, but it's really enabling early intervention in the lives of these children who otherwise have to wait uh, until they can speak, certainly, uh, until they're almost ready to go into the public school system before they uh, are seen by a specialist in today's um, method of diagnosing. Uh, and so this technology uh, requires a 20-minute assessment after the brain scan is taken, and we can uh, advise the doctor, uh, mostly pediatric neurologists or psychologists who do the diagnosing today, um, we can advise them in 20 minutes whether their patient has the brain malformations associated with autism. And here's the exciting thing, Adam. In our testing of 1,200 children, we were 94% accurate, meaning wow. that we found, the, we found the autism 94% of the time in these children. So we have a safe, uh, effective means of testing these children right after birth if necessary, and we are uh, very excited that that can set the family on an early intervention a regime which could transform that child into living a somewhat normal life of independent work, independent living, uh, and otherwise they would be, uh, you, you know, uh, this is a very tragic uh, disease because it really is a lifetime disability for most children. Uh, they face uh, guided education, guided care, guided a living, and uh, when their parents are still alive, that's no problem. But as you can well imagine, uh, the lifetime prospects for an autistic person is a pretty bleak unless they get this earlier diagnosis when the brain is still uh, forming and uh, the uh, training and the intervention they receive can have its most powerful effect on their personality and their behavior. So uh, we believe the reason we say transformational because we believe this can transform the healthcare services for these autistic families and particularly uh, focused on that patient. Um, and so we're, we're really excited about this, Adam, and we 
We're about a year away from commercializing the technology. We have to apply to the FDA under 510K, which means we're a medical device. Uh, we're very safe because we never touch the patient. And so we just provide a service to physicians who need to know uh, in these difficult cases, does this patient have the malformations or not? And we can advise that doctor and set the patient on an advanced or early intervention uh, routine to train the child in the uh, current methods, which are quite effective if you get the child into the interventions early enough. So that's, wow, that's, our that's, a, that's, that's absolutely amazing, number one. And I, I want to spend a, just a little bit more time on, because I, I want to make sure that everybody knows this, because this is, uh, I mean, this is huge. Like you can literally change lives because you're catching, the, you can ca if you're catching the malformation this early on, because they go through your testing and, you know, as you mentioned, you had 94% accuracy, um, then, I mean, this can literally change the child's life because instead, I mean, you're shaving off years because that little, I don't want to glance over that, that timeline. So meaning the, the current process, correct me if I'm wrong, um, is, as you mentioned, they, go, you, they could be caught maybe in school or when they're entering school. I mean, that's years down the line, right? Yes, uh, that's correct. And 30% um, of these uh, children have speech disabilities. So the mother starts to notice at around two that the child is having difficulty in uh, making words uh, that a normal baby would do. Uh, so uh, it, it is not until after that uh, period of time, uh, between four and five years of age. Now, this uh, disease affects 2% of live births in America. So we have 4 million live births in America and uh, 80,000 of them now are autistic. So one in 59 births. Here in New Jersey, Adam, where I live, it's one in 48 births have autism. So almost 2% of all births. Uh, so this is a big problem. The way that diagnosis is handled today has not changed in 30 years. Mm. Um, so uh, this is uh, the first mover technology to offer doctors an insight into the formation of the brain using artificial intelligence through machine learning. So we trained the software on what the malformations are, and so the uh, artificial intelligence in our algorithm can look at a brain scan and in 20 minutes, after building a three-dimensional model of the brain, isolate if the child has these malformations or not. And so half the kids we tested were normal and half had autism already diagnosed. So we knew which brain scans we were putting into the algorithm. Hence, our 94% accuracy is really a huge step ahead. So we can assure the doctor almost in every case, the, the thumbs up or thumbs down on autism. We also have tested this software on uh, dyslexia and Alzheimer's as well. And right now we are at about 70% accurate on dyslexia after 150 patients and uh, about 80% accurate on Alzheimer's using the, uh, the same algorithm 
for those different diseases. So this, uh, this transformational technology has many uses. We plan to introduce it first in autism, which is the biggest unmet need uh, that we can uh, find in the marketplace. And then we will continue our research in dyslexia, which affects about 15% of kids and uh, hence adults, and uh, also then move on to Alzheimer's, which is a growing uh, disease problem in older adults. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's really great. I love hearing about technologies like this. I also love the part that you said, you know, you're, you're, I don't I believe you said you're not touching the patient. Like, it's a medical device. It's extremely safe. So it's not, you know, another, you know, drug or something else that has to be done. Like, you're, you're helping the patient. Obviously, it has to go through FDA, as you mentioned. So we're not giving medical advice on this show, nor am I qualified to. But it seems like it's, it's, you're just creating a really good, you know, win-win situation here. Like, the doctors win because the doctors now, you know, they have a tool that they can use, so they're not I'm not saying they would be guessing, but so they can they can diagnose with more accuracy than maybe they could have before. The the parents win because now they they get to do all they can in those early years to to do all they can to help their child and you know varying degrees of autism and some um, you know possibly if they catch them that early on maybe they live a completely normal life just depending right and then finally obviously the children. The children who you're just like, you're literally changing their lives and possibly, um, you know, changing and the administrator, every, every, everywhere along the supply chain of who handles, you know, and whose lives are intertwined here. It just seems like you're creating some win-win scenarios. Yes, you're exactly right, Adam. So let me tell you about the parents I've talked to who have autistic children. They really struggle in this marketplace. First of all, there's a great skepticism about autism or whether this is normal development seen in a baby or a young child. So they uh, are often uh, played on hold, so to speak, in, in inquiring of these specialists, what is wrong with my child? Often the specialists tell the parents, well, just wait until the child grows out of it. And that's why the age of uh, almost five years of age associated with the current method of diagnosis is so uh, troubling to these parents who knew something was going on with their child, but they couldn't get their pediatrician or find a local autism expert in the community to take their child to. So this test, when heard of by these parents through Autism Speaks or other autism uh, communities, will be welcomed by the parents because it's the first test that can screen their child for autism at an age when it matters. And uh, that is the breakthrough here. The doctors uh, have an uncertain diagnostic uh, protocol. Uh, it, it varies by state by state, but it frequently involves six psychological tests to affirm the diagnosis because with the diagnosis comes a lifetime total disability for the, uh, for the patient. So doctors are re very reluctant, insurance companies are reluctant to hand out this diagnosis unless the clinician is certain. And there is no certainty in diagnosing autism. It is almost a suggestive, uh, a subjective guess on the part of the clinicians. 
And uh, so that's where our test will really help both the clinician and the family get as early uh, a, a clue on whether or not their child is experiencing delayed normal development or is impacted by autism. So it's a very exciting, as I say, transformational breakthrough in medicine in an area of growing need in this country. Uh, we went in 1980, uh, one in 10,000 births were declared autistic in 1980. Can you imagine that, Adam? And now we're at one in 59 births. So this is a growing problem. The uh, healthcare and the government and the insurance companies are really not set up to have, let's say, several million adult autistic people in our communities. So the most of the treatment ends with formal schooling. So at the end of high school, these kids are on their own and their parents are looking for uh, what to do next for their child. And so this, uh, uh, if I, as I say, uh, this breaks through the paradigm of how to diagnose and find autistic, autistic children, uh, then so be it. As our 1,200 cases testify, we actually tested, Adam, a 46-month-old, can you imagine, who volunteered to go into this trial and waited until they got the diagnosis uh, five years later. So we wow. uh, gained access through NIH, uh, the National Institute of Health, of these babies' brain scans at six months of age, and we were 97% accurate in finding the autistic children as early as six months of age before they uh, speaking was even a possibility. So that's what leads us to believe uh, autism is present at birth, and uh, why wait until the child is five years old to start their treatments? If they could begin at two, uh, uh, that would change the paradigm for these autistic children, as I say, for the clinicians and the families, the, these parents who struggle today to get support. Uh, so this is a really huge breakthrough for these autistic families. That's great. So, Andy, um, that being said, so if somebody is listening to this and they want to learn more about autism diagnostic technologies um, and to follow the work, I mean, what's the best way for them to reach out and to connect with you and your team? Yeah, there are, Adam, there are two ways I would recommend people reach out to me. Uh, number one, they, they can go in LinkedIn under Andy Stewart or Autism Diagnostic Technologies. I have a very robust, a robust site there with more information uh, about our research. Or you can go on our website, Autism Diagnostic Technologies, plural, dot com, and uh, find uh, our research papers as well as more information on this research and our, our prospects as a company. We are forming a company now and uh, raising capital. So we're in a private placement right now for accredited investors. If your listeners are interested, that is still open, and we welcome uh, investors as well uh, through an, uh, our affiliation with Network One Financial in Red Bank, New Jersey. 
they can go on the Network One website and find our specific uh, offering there uh, with the SEC uh, information as well on that website. So really three ways to reach me, and I welcome all families, even patients and investors to reach out uh, to support this breakthrough. And as I say, next year we will be on the market offering this test, so uh, we welcome all interested parties to collaborate with us and help us uh, really help these babies and children uh, to a more normal life through early intervention. Fantastic. Well, Andy, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work that you're doing over at Autism Diagnostic Technologies. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Innovation, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments on the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're getting into. And Andy, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks, Adam.